we are very excited today on luxury and edited to get have up. close and personal, and personal with, with Lupe Puerta. <laughs> And Misha, hello. hello! Welcome to the London edition again. You know oh, the luxury. luxury. I'm edited. Hello, darling. How are I'm, you? Been? I'm good. Yeah. Guess who we've got today? And you know that I, you, I know who we've got we've today. Got, well, another I one love of our favorite this lady. People. She's also a very good friend of many good friends of ours. Yeah. And she welcome is. to the show. Welcome Lupe. to the show, Lupe B. How are you? How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. And so great to see you in person. In person. Finally. Finally. In person. Well, not finally. We see each other, but I mean, we've been talking exactly. about this exactly. episode for a while. Um, you are the former global director of VIP client relations. Oh, director. Yes. We've got a lot of directors. Yes. We? We have a lot and of directors. now founder and CEO of The Floor, your new business, which we'll touch on later. But should we go again? You know me. I love Background. a bit of nostalgia. Bit I love of a bit of setting the stage. You started your career at Vivian Westwood. I did. Oh, wow. What a great yes. place a great to start place. on the shop floor. Yes. Yeah, well, actually, I have. I started in a second-hand designer store. Oh, yes. So I was way ahead of the time with the you know, circular economy. So basically, actually, the reason why I ended up at Vivian Westwood is because we used to have a model that used to bring... Vivian Westwood clothes and you know the, the buttons are beautiful yeah so people used to steal them are we allowed to know who the model is or no okay. no, no actually I didn't know yes. but yes. Vivian all Westwood. I know is I wouldn't be fitting into her clothes her yes I know. I know I can't fit into my old Vivian Westwood clothes yeah, which is I really tragic it's tragic uh, but yes I used to go to the store it was my first few years in London, and I used to go to the store to ask for replacement buttons. From the Vivian And so with a very strong Spanish accent, I would be like, hi, how are you? I need buttons. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were super kind. I mean, you know, they were like, yeah, I mean, they would have sure. a, a box and yeah. they would show me and I would choose the ones that I needed. And so one day I got there and the manager, Nuria, called me to a side and she said, I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. Um, and she called me to a side and she said, look, we need someone in the shop floor and we have all agreed that it should be you because oh, you're nice. here all the time. Oh, asking I, love for buttons. I love that. And, um, and that's how I started working and then you, you thought, know, oh, in their store. And you thought, oh, I can have all the buttons I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I can have the whole The whole outfit. So, yeah, so it was great. That's how I started and it was an amazing, amazing experience. Yes. And then from there, you got whisked away to Harrods, no less. Yes, that was a pivotal time in my career because Harrods is the most incredible place for customer service. And, incredible. you know, I always will interview someone that has Harrods on their CV. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, it is, they really take the customer service very seriously. They train. It's a whole different level. people. Yeah. yeah. Whole different. I mean, if you and ask me, I would always shop in Harris. It's just yeah. a whole different level. I mean, level. they're, they're <laughs> at the forefront, really. I mean, I remember even stories as, as kid when we were kids of like, you could go in and ask for anything. anything. Even if it wasn't in their store, they would go and get it. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I love about Harrods. Like, 
now building my business, which we'll talk about later, um, you know, we have a global inventory feed and, you know, we will be working hopefully with the likes of, you know, Harrods and Selfridges and, you know, anyone, any multi-retailer stores and freelance personal shoppers. But, you know, it, it sounds like innovation that you can actually come to our global inventory feed and push anything that you might not have in your customer needs and is somewhere else. Yeah. Whereas Harrods has been doing it forever. Forever. Yes. They, you know, that's true customer service because at the end of the day, you continue speaking to your customer and yeah. it's all about customer service. So if you don't have it, we used to call everywhere, everywhere. around. So, so what were you doing at Harrods? You were I was on the shop, shop floor. floor. Okay. I was selling on the shop floor Ladies? in the contemporary rooms, yes. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And then... And then, da, 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 da. <laughs> then I went to Selfridges for a little bit oh, because yeah. I have to say I because of the food hall. Or yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> no, sorry, but Harris Food Hall is something. Is the best. The best. <laughs> um, but um, no, I actually look. I when I came to London, I did so much interviewing, so much CV. You know, like I would go to stores and I would give my CV. And um, and then after Harrods, I actually always had these people remember me, oh, remembering me from the shop floor, and um, and so I got you know I got to Selfridges. I was there. I loved it. Um, it so was basically the jobs came to you. Yes, exactly. Always. And you know, I always it, it. I always tried to move on if I thought that I got to you know to Complacent that. In one yeah, exactly yeah. to that. Um, to that point where I wasn't growing. Yeah. Um, and then I was at Selfridges for a very small thing. I really loved it. Yeah. But um, someone called me and was like, I'm working at this place, you know, uh, called netaporte.com. Yes. You know, um, wow. and I was like, mm, what is that? Yeah. Uh, so it was really early on. And it was the person, Helen, who, who launched the, the first ever personal shopping team online. Um, oh, wow. at Netaporte and she brought me on board to, to support her. So okay, fantastic. That's what we did. And then what, did, how, what, did, what did you, because I think you, you really sort of innovated the growth of that, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, we, you know, we literally, so we, we, you know, we had come from the shop floor offline and for us it was about really making it as close as possible to an experience that you would have very differently to the shop floor, but it, that it felt really seamless anyway. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, you know, I mean, I remember sitting at tables, um, you know, uh, talking about, per, you know, personal shopping and shopping online and, and women would be like, that's impossible. It's not going to happen because you're not seeing the customer. Yeah. But for me, actually, the advantage of, at the time, we would speak to customers on email. And it was a true advantage to never stop the conversation. Whereas yeah. before, you had to wait for the customer to walk through the door. Sure. For me, it was like, okay, well, I can always go back to the last email and, say, and, cont- and continue and the conversation. Yeah. And so... Which is it, very important, actually. Yeah. It's keeping that conversation. I, I, I mean, to this day, I, I don't use many. I've stopped using a lot of personal shoppers. Mm-hmm. But my, my personal shopper at Netta Porter is the still same. my favourite. Yeah. 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 And the lady, you know. And the lady. And the but then you basically travelled the world yes, having fun, <laughs> like meeting all these fabulous people. Yeah, because, you know, we were the first global business in yeah. Yeah. luxury fashion, actually the first global business um, in, in fashion. 
Um, and we needed to come and see our customers. We had great relationships with customers all around the world. And we needed to see, see them and, and tell them, look, there's a person behind the screen. But also we want to know what it's important to you. Yeah. What do because you want out of it? Exactly. Because you said you? it wasn't well, consumer-driven. It, it was, was customer-driven. Customer driven. Who termed the co who coined the phrase EIP instead of VIPs? Well, I think that was Natalie Massenet, yeah. actually. Yeah. I believe oh, so. Oh, Natalie. 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 Yeah, the visionary. Smart visionary. Yeah, yeah, she, she is. She's a visionary in every yeah. way. Yeah. So, so yes, and, um, and so that's what I did. In 2007, we went with like 15 suitcases to the Middle East. We went to Riyadh, yeah. we went to, to Dubai, and that was the beginning of, uh, you know, of... So basically, it's but, like my but how, trip. But how would, you <laughs> how would you define, though, a private client for those that, that don't know? I mean, So a private client is someone who has a lot of needs in terms of a lot of needs. <laughs> well, I your would lifestyle. Say, yeah, lifestyle. Maybe less time to do that. Also, can exactly. you Exactly. That's one of our top five questions. <laughs> oh, can you just get on with it? Yeah. No, you know, yes. I yeah, I'm just in time consumed. Yeah. I guess a private client, client is someone who's shopping at a certain level that needs support because their lifestyle is really busy. And, you know, it could be that you need a lot of product for your holiday, for your day-to-day, -day, for your work life. And or you have an event to go to. You say, okay, I have an event to go to. I mean, I know. Exactly. Yeah. And you might be I great at casual. Yeah. Like, it's so different for everybody. Like, I had clients that would come to me and say, Lupe, I look horrendous when I go to drop my kids at school and I need help with the casual, mm -hmm. you know, how to look casual because I do very well even in wear. And actually... You know, it might sound frivolous, but how you feel, you know, it, you know, how you yeah, look, it makes you, you can't feel put money yeah, on you can't 100 money on. percent. And, um, and it's like uh, you a good know, hair day. exactly. And all of our, you know, for me, it was like it's all of these amazing, very confident women around yeah. the world. And uh, Natalie used to say, the smartest woman in the room, and actually. But someone who needs help and a personal shopper is not always someone who's going to tell you what to wear. Yeah. A personal shopper is someone who you build a relationship with and, and the responsibility lies in both ends from, you know. Yeah. Do you match the shopper to the customer or the Sometimes. customer to the shop? To Sometimes the it's, it's a, you know, that this question is, it's, yeah. um, it comes up a lot. And sometimes we do. Um, but what we used to do when I was at Netaporte is because you had um, quite a large number of sh exactly uh, shoppers under a lot. Right, it was yes. like forty-five or something. Or yeah, more. I mean, I think at Big when team. I left, they had much, you know, many, yeah. many more. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, it was about forty-five. When I still left, a lot I of girls, yeah, just dealing with yeah. certain clients. But Fantastic. you know, it's um, it's sometimes you understand if someone's not shopping with you, then you you try to move the the client to another personal shopper. It is really is hard sometimes because well, it's, it's finding that balance because I know I was actually matched to somebody, um, Naila, when she was there. She said, "I think you would work very well with this person because I never really used to shop mm -hmm. a lot with other." And because she knew me and she knew the personal shopper, so she matched me. Um, mm -hmm. And I to this day I work with her. She was my favorite also because she's she's that perfect balance of mm -hmm. not being pushy 
and not trying to yeah you know, I, I that's liked, very important i yeah. like something that you said is that it's you know someone that already knows what you have and what you can match and yeah. style it because i think styling gets lost a lot yeah. of the time and i think that's yeah that's what it comes down to your personal shopper does so much more for you than styling once you know your your customer and that's why i always say that the responsibility lies on both sides you need mm-hmm. to give a little bit to your to your personal shopper mm-hmm you know and spend the time so they get to know you mm-hmm. and um you know and the personal shopper will do all of the running for you yeah. but it's but you know personal shopping is sometimes about you're going to ibiza or you're going to to greece you know wherever you're going it's about they will remember what you have in your wardrobe yeah. they will be you know misha ness i know you're going here and you got that amazing dress last year so this is the bag and the sandals or you know always yeah, trying to find all the pieces yeah, yeah, but yeah, also yeah. a personal shopper's job is to push a little bit your style and and make you see all the pieces that you might not have you know you tried something once and you hated it and yeah. you haven't gone back to it but you know women we change so much and uh, you know we change a lot. Our bodies change, but also we change who you are. Like I'm literally yeah. one day I'm a size, exactly, whatever, and then I grab two sizes. <laughs> but it's beyond size sometimes as well. It's yeah. about how you feel Real, and true. what moment you are in your life. And um, and I think that a good personal shopper is someone who you know who understands, understands you beyond that, your yeah. fashion, and that can push you a little bit to say, look, try this. There's no yeah. harm in trying, and I think you could wear it with this, this, and that that you already own, um, because you know whatever they push, it has to be yourself still, yeah. right? Of course, the makes that, that pulls the We trigger. were talking about this, wasn't it? What's important? What do you think is the most important thing for someone who's a pro- is it access? Is it speed? Is it coveted pieces? Yeah, it changes so much for yeah. everyone, and I think. Um, geographically it changes a lot what yeah. the course, sense especially now after brexit things a lot of things change for access mm-hmm. and speed and yeah, absolutely. on, on, a, on yeah. a platform uh, like now. yes yeah. we were talking yes. about the the middle eastern woman yeah the, the client there wants everything the newest for me the middle eastern woman is very savvy yeah. and they have so much knowledge on the product yeah. on what's new in the market and they always are the first ones to adopt trends. Yeah. Like the early adopters, they want things that not many people have. And, you know, and it, it's, you know, in, in other places, you, you know, for someone, they, they might want speed. They, someone who has a very um, busy life, a very busy career, and they just don't want to think about things. They mm. just want someone to choose items send them really fast because it's always last minute. Yeah. I love that you said that about the Middle Eastern client because people still to this day, I'm shocked at some of the teams behind the luxury brands and what they and presume. They and yes. Yeah, and they don't realise how we educated. Are we are educated. Mm-hmm. And they know Especially more than a lot of people. Yeah, more than a lot of the people and in the brands. And also, they're yeah. also always on top of the collaborations that are happening, you mm-hmm. know, and the exclusivities. Yeah. They know what's coming. They know what they want. And also, they know what they want. Yes, they do, no, absolutely. In the region, we, yeah. know, we know exactly yeah. what we want. And no. what territory do you think? Is there a history of, like, where... Um, they, like the US, is it they've always been yeah, aware where did of it private become, clients? Yeah, where did where did the real private client start? Was it was it 
I, I don't think, know in the US. Perhaps? Well, I think look, I mean, the US is always ahead in that in this, you know, in customer service. Yeah. yeah. And uh, personal shopping and styling is it's something that they really understand. Um, and uh, and so I think really it probably was the US that started um, the whole personal shopping movement, understanding that a customer needed extra extra advice or support or. You know, and that's how it happened at Netaporte. Helen was working in, in customer service. Yes. She realized that there was a customer that was shopping more and needed more support. Yeah. And, um, and that's how personal shopping started. But the U.S. has always been ahead of the game in customer service. And they really understand it. When I opened Asia, you know, when we opened Asia, when I was at Netaporte, and I moved there for five months, but we had been traveling to China a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mainland China, they didn't understand what personal shopping was. And we had to change the name so they understood what type of service we were offering. And now it has gone, it has, it's huge personal shopping in China. Um, I guess it kind of makes makes sense because even in like in the financial world, like those big investors, they have their own people that are always watching them. They take them out. They socialize with them. And that's become a big part of it now. The events, the events that the events are huge. The events are huge. I mean, look at some of the yeah. Perfect yeah. events. My yeah. goodness. Like just, we've got a friend who's yes. just started that and yeah. looks incredible. I, I was just actually looking at, um, at at their event in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. It's just so beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And I, I think... So <coughs> well done. So tasteful. Yeah. So tasteful. I, I think yeah. wanted to be in It's important. It's, it's a great excuse to see your customer. Yeah. Um, it's a great excuse to understand a geographical you know uh, market mm-hmm. it is and and i think we are very global now mm-hmm. and and we have so much information of what takes you know what is important in the middle east versus you know uh, china yeah. or like it's it's but still you you have to you know, you have to understand your customer and how they change and what is important to them yeah. now. Yeah, and it brings it back to that point that you made earlier about the spend being on the customer. Mm-hmm. It's not about consumerism and your industry. Yeah, I mean, you, the thing is, for me, it's the customer for me is the real influencer yeah. because they're the ones that are moving. From it, and I've always said this, the customer is way ahead of the industry. Yeah. Yes, they. You know, we all get um, influenced by our creatives. It's you know, it's obvious. Yeah. But in terms of what we need, what makes you shop here instead of here? Yeah. Yes. And now we are. You know, we live in a world where there's a lot of exposure. You probably can't get anything you want anywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. If your usual place doesn't have it, you'll find it somewhere else. else. There's a lot of everything of the same everywhere. Yeah. So. Um, so. It's important to to have the customer always at front of mind because you need to understand what's important to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want them to think of you first, basically. And exactly. that's that's why personal shopping I think takes a big place. So if I want something that's for instance across five platforms, you want me to think, okay, I will need to go to why do I, why do you why go exactly yeah why do you go here instead of going somewhere else a lot of the decisions we made in our businesses are you know we were focusing on so many things and it's important to keep that yeah. always in mind that what is the cost how is this going to affect 
the customer. Yeah. And does does the word sustainability mean anything in terms of that world? To the to the customer, to the customer, well, to, the to customer, you to as that, a brand, to, that, yeah, to you as a brand, and to the service. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important. Like it, it's look, we we hear so much about sustainability. What yeah. does sustainability what does mean? mean? Yeah. And I think there's elements of of sustainability in certain items we wear, but how much? I think we will live in a world in the future where you will have a, it will be very transparent mm. what it means sustainability we hope so this brand yeah, this yeah. jacket we and and for some customers they really you know is not a big thing mm. and we have to be really you know very clear about that they will still buy certain things yeah um but it's also education i think we exactly need to mm-hmm. because the the problem i mean i know before i'm i'm definitely guilty of it i would buy huge amounts all the time when i was younger it was mm. horrible now obviously as i've gotten older and i've mm. appreciated where we are in the world and i've understood a lot more i i'm much more willing to sort of just add but always quality pieces never anything yeah. else mm-hmm. that, that can be you know exactly but can, you're that thinking, can enhance the wardrobe you're thinking outside your space yes yeah yeah you're yes. not it's not a selfish yeah. thought so much yeah yeah, yeah true yeah. i think sustainability Gosh, that's very nice of you to say you always <laughs> call me selfish no, <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah but um, no I, I do think you know sustainability is great i know that the you this We've overused, some people think that we've overused the word, yeah. but I think it's so important to keep on talking about it because yeah. it's, you know, it's where we need to educate. Um, we're always learning. And I think we're going towards that space where you will have a lot of information on a, a, an individual item. Yeah. And, you know, as a consumer, you should do. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the consumer has to have, have a choice to know. Um, so, so, and for us, it is very important. We connect to the floor, connects to the global inventory. Of so, should we should we touch on what the floor yes. is? Because we've sort of garnered like all your sort of background sure. history and all your knowledge. You brought all of that together. How how did you come about setting up? Leaving so, something I imagine is very very comfortable for mm-hmm. you. Yes, I mean to then exactly. I do, I, ha, I felt like I had done everything I needed to do at Netaporte, and my world has always been customer facing, you know, the customer facing community, plus the end consumer. And um, my biggest frustration was that, you know, I felt um, my community feels like that you know that that's you know not forgotten uh hero but actually they're the ones that you know they're the ones that speak to the customer they're the ones that really (laughs) translate the product to the customer and their wardrobes and they go to their weddings and they meet their kids and they're you know, and, and they have so much knowledge. They're like the people on the shop floor, though. They know everything that exactly. goes on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they're very important to the customer yeah. because, you know, when I was working at, on the shop floor at Harrods, I remember some customers would come to the store and would ask for me, and if I yeah. wasn't there... They wouldn't they shop. Would, they wouldn't shop. I they do that. They're like... Yeah. so, Or they would call ahead and say, what days are you working? Yeah. Um, so, so for me, it was about creating something where they could really grow and uh, giving them tools um, that would make their lives easier. 
I kind of built something I wanted in the jobs that I worked before. <laughs> which, <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, which is so, fantastic. So we've built a, a, a personal shopping engine, an operating system for personal shoppers. There's a lot of personal shoppers out there working on their own stylists. Yeah. What do you think about this new, like every, everyone, every time... Everyone seems to be a personal shopper for somebody. You know, you open this, you open Instagram, and there's a huge. They, the two girls that used to work at Netta Porter, I won't name the platform, but mm-hmm. now this is all they do. You know, this this need for this personal shopping everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it seems that everyone has a personal shopper. Yeah, it is now. You know, we've gone from like the unsung heroes of the industry yeah. to, to the being real really popular. Yeah, yeah. Because I think everybody is waking up and understanding that. You know, when there was only one or two players in the world, the consumer was very loyal. Yeah. Now, as we we have, you know, we we've, we've just touched on it. Everyone has so much product. There are so many businesses out there, and the customer are using personal shoppers as brokers. Yeah, I exactly. imagine. But I imagine it's quite a hard graft to be a personal shopper. Yeah, but I it think now. Like, it's who gets the product first, yeah, especially certain items. It's the hustling. Yeah. You know, yeah. if do you have the jeans that I want that are from, you know, the, yeah. the yeah. It jeans? Do I have that, that you know, that yeah. bag that's... Look, we, we built a very different business when we launched. Like, you know, it was a B2C business. It was an aggregator. And we were sharing, you know, economy with, you know, with personal shoppers, stylists who were bringing content onto mm-hmm. the site. But, you know, we were building throughout the pandemic and the world changed. Yeah. And we saw and a huge trend of, of, you know, as you're saying, on Instagram, on social media, people acquiring customers yeah. through, you know, sourcing or really amazing styling. Mm, yeah. and, um, and I also saw some of my, you know, community losing their jobs because it was a really hard time. Yeah. And they were walking away with amazing relationships and great books of customers, yeah. but they had no operating system to actually keep on working. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we were already building tools for our future personal shopping team. And mm. we were like, hang on a minute, we need to put these tools out there for, for our community. Yeah, you're making it quite demo- democratic, yes, right? Exactly. You're giving so, a platform an ability, which actually works well for all the online platforms, because they will go, they will source from wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if I understand correctly, the floor, you're not going to put a premium on the product, are you? No, we're not. No, no. exactly. Which no. is which is other other stylists and that they put. A, no, you'll be what, surprised, Nez, on my on yeah. my page. How many DMs I get a day yeah. from personal shoppers saying, I can get you these, I can get you these, I can get you these, I can get... You know, just... It's a premium. Unso- yeah, unsolicited. But, so obviously because I've been shopping, I can get myself my yeah. own stuff, right? So That's I have my Hermes contacts, my Chanel contacts, whatever, I can get one. But the amount of, of shoppers out mm. there that... Yeah constantly solicit you but they all put a premium on so i just want to make sure the floor does not work like that no we don't work like that because we're not doing sourcing yeah we you know we will help to source but the only thing we do we have built software we're connected to over 8 million products mm. and we you know this will keep so on basically growing basically it's access and it's, it's access. access to availability yeah so that's what yeah. i mean it yeah. makes it democratic for everyone yeah, exactly. and it's to the benefit of, of everyone, everyone. Yes. the online yeah. retailers the physical yeah. retailers the individuals these girls that have maybe lost their jobs but they have yeah. this network of people that can yeah. just go mm-hmm. for it yeah and 
Look, I mean, what the girls only thing, and boys. Sorry, because yes, I know yes. like some of the exactly. best, best they, personal yes. shoppers that yes, we've come absolutely. across have been men. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, look, it's what we're doing is we're, you know, we are going to the net importers of the world. Farfetch. We're connected to the most incredible multi-retailers. We'll start with brands very soon, but there's so much to do. Yeah. Um, but the only thing we're doing is we are agreeing to commission that we then will go to personal shoppers. We'll mm-hmm. share with the personal shoppers or anyone who... So we're doing this pre-agreed commission. They have access to everything. They can style, they can chat, they can build. Oh, so they can it's a real a social network. Yes, yeah. they can manage, they can see their earnings. And the whole idea is to, to create a, a space for them to, to really operate their, their business and, and grow their business. Okay, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, how how excited are you by it? I'm very excited. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, being, being a, a founder is like 90%, like, you know, it's like this. Your like head is going to explode, but yes. 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 But, you know, then the rest is, you know, it, it's very, very exciting. When you, when you stop and think about yeah. the product, um, you, you have to always come back to the why because you get lost yeah. in, you know, yeah. in so much... In economics, you can on. also get lost in economics and where yeah, you're no, going. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's yeah. you know, yeah. startup life. Yeah. But um, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be building something for my community because look, mm. I mean, I am a personal shopper building for personal shoppers. Yeah, basically stylists and and That's people exactly out there that are serving. That. Yeah, because it's you know. so exciting for you because yes. you, you come from that. Do you think it's time? I think it's time. It is time. I think it's time. Oh. Oh. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five, top five, luxury unedited. Okay. Okay, listen, I have a very mm, funny question. What is the most difficult client weirdest request that you have ever asked for? Okay. Wait, wait, what's the most difficult client? Client Uh, request. Who's the most difficult client? No, 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 not who's the most. What's the, okay, what's the craziest client request you've ever been asked for? I want to know that. Well, look, we never really disclosed. Oh, <laughs> but, 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 but no, but. we look. We have had. Oh, we don't want to know their name. We just want no, to know. No, very what they crazy. Ask for. Someone very, very yeah. famous um, actress request a singer requested singer. something, um, and um, last minute to go on stage to sing, and oh. you know. How l- Everyone was like really, it was like Excited. literally. We we did everything, moved everything to actually get it to her five minutes before going on stage in a moped that someone, you know, like literally (laughs) um, the whole idea of this level of of service and and shopping is that you try never ever to say no to your customer. Okay, which country was this in? This was in England. (gasps) Okay, okay, let's guess. Yeah, let's guess. Oh, Rita Ora. I think she. I'm not could, saying no, no. I, I was actually going to say it was Madonna. Celine Dion. Celine Dion, probably. But, but J Lo when she was here. J Lo when she was here. We'll be sure. guessing we'll for our we'll next question. Question two. What is the criteria, darling, for qualifying to get a personal shop? I mean, everybody will know. Can I get one? Yeah. You see it on Instagram, but if you were, say, for instance, on Net a on Farhead, yeah. is there a minimum spend? Do you I get? Know, do you get invited to be? So, so. Um, well, it, it changes and it varies. Sometimes, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's businesses like, um, you know, like Matches, they're very open about their program because it's all point-based. Oh. So 
Uh, I believe so. It's, yeah. it's very point-based. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of businesses that, um, that they make it very clear how much you have to spend to, you know, to earn X, Y, Z and have access. But all businesses have a top tier of personal shopping that it's reserved to very, very special customers. Most of them are there because of the spend. Yeah, of course. So can you, uh, there was a stat that's always, I th- I've heard Natalie actually say it, in terms of like 40% of the revenue of the business was mm-hmm. from... Yes, when we started, you know, my years at Metaborder, yeah. um, in it was, you know, they were driving the business. We yeah. had a very small percentage of our customers were driving the majority, the majority of, the of the business. And that was about 2%. 2%, um, yeah. You know, 2% yeah. of the customer population was bringing 40% of the revenue. Yeah, amazing. So, you know, I've, I've put together these questions because these are questions I sort of really want to ask. So, yes. for instance... When Yeezy came out, for instance, and everybody wanted, mm-hmm. okay? So you're at Net-A-Porter, you've got a private client, I've got a, I've, no, you've got a personal shopper, I've got a personal shopper. There's only one pair left in that size. Ooh. Who oh. does that go to? Does your personal shopper slug it <laughs> the out? One that you took or the one? Or this is the, the difference yeah, between the, a the unicorn. Took. <laughs> exactly. So this is why, I, I mean, yes. how does it... How look, do you I think look, it, it, at the end of the day, the, you know, personal shoppers are very, salespeople are so smart. Yeah. Like they, I have worked with the best in the business and it's all about, you know, service. So yeah. you know, ahead of your, you know, the greatest thing as, a, as an end consumer, you haven't yet, you still don't know you want them. Yeah. But your personal shopper has already put them on hold for you. That's mine. And that's the difference between someone who is a very great personal shopper and someone who's a unicorn. Have you? you, That's how I call them. Uh, Have you ever got into fisticuffs with anyone? Oh, I mean, no, not really. Oh, that's I'd love love to hear. I want that story. Not really, but there are times where you're like, you really want something for your customer. And you will be like, listen, you've had that on hold for like, you know. So so there are times where, where, yes, you know, it's everyone, you want to your customer to walk away. Happy. With the pieces that they want to. And if somebody else has them, then it's, you know, you need to find. And I'll tell you. My amazing girl, V, at Netta Porter. So she knew they were coming before. She put all seven pairs that were coming in, in my size, in my basket. Yeah, she's amazing, by She's amazing. And, and I took all seven what pairs. basket? You're yeah. like Tesco's, like metal? No, no, like she, put, she knew that I would want these shoes. Mm-hmm. So she put all seven pairs in, in my size. And how many did you buy? Seven. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So there's, I mean, there. Otherwise, you wouldn't get them. She knew yeah. the. She knew Listen, before you've you been knew. shoe shopping with me before. So yeah, she's I have. Been amazing yeah. like that. Oh, so I thought that, that, me. No, 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 no. That, so, so that, that's what I. Spell. That's what I mean. Yeah. And does having a personal shopper does that guarantee you access to certain things? Yes, I think. Look, having a personal shopper again. We we're talking about this the other day. Personal shopping is about what your your personal shopper get, can get you as well. It's not just styling. It's about you know ha- building that relationship. It, you know having that relationship with the personal shopper brings you a lot of you know benefits. Yeah. You know benefits that they're not communicated because there might be something happening internally or you know. 
they know that there is this exhibition happening here is they happen to have a ticket because with it you know it's they're always um your door to so many more things and benefits that not necessarily are communicated because there's not something that you can open up to to everybody um so to anyone out there having a relationship (laughs) with your personal shopper they are i love you sebastian you're the best Isabella and uh, that's why they all go on holiday with you basically they don't go on holiday I've seen them number four (laughs) do designers this is a quite a cheeky question Mm -hmm. will designers ask personal shoppers to push certain things at certain times so the great look the there's a that's the, a good question yeah. darling i'm smart not <laughs> yeah. just good hair not just good hair <laughs> so i think it's a, it's it's um it's not only designers i think when you work in, in in a company uh where you have great buyers you have yeah it's important that certain pieces are highlighted mm. um because they can be really key Getting them on the right people. Um, The designer will always, there's a great, you know, the the whole idea is to have a really good relationship between the designer and the creative side with the personal shoppers. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the personal shoppers have a lot of product. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and yes, there, there, there might be times where designers highlight certain pieces more than others because they believe they're the ones that is going to resonate more with the consumer. But also we're a selling business. So they'll all, they'll always be um, talking about strategically about certain styles, yeah. which is you know very normal, same as you see on the runway, what shows there, how it's styled, etc. So um, so yes, there is uh, you know they put a lot of um, you know that it's very important for them that the personal shoppers understand the collections and mm-hmm. at the beginning of each season they do a lot of training with the teams. Yeah, which is of great. Course, to highlight certain things. Yeah. Okay, and number five. Number five. Last but not least, how do we get to that event? <laughs> which event? I want to go to the Saint-Tropez or the Saint-Tropez event, but how do you how do you then transfer? Because every you know, there's I'd a lot of people. I'd rather just go have. to Saint-Tropez without everyone. No, I'd like to go with. Did you see? Did you see what our lovely friend did at Farfetch? That yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Farfetch. Also, the Hamptons, Farfetch have been doing something yeah, yeah. exceptional yeah, yeah. event. Yeah, I mean, so much so they're on everyone's radar at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how do you get to that level? Is it purely spend? No, it's not. Or is it because spend. you can have a podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a little angling moment. Spend is important, but oh. also it depends where you're hosting your yes. your event. You know, like I we've done, you know, we've hosted events all over the world and you tend to stay local and then it's very difficult because you might have five seats at the table, ten seats at yeah. the table, yes. and how you're you know, who you're bringing to the table and knowing that you might not... Darling, I bought the table. <laughs> exactly. But the... I loved it so no, much. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. No, but, but the thing is, it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's a difficult situation because yeah. you, you might be, you might have X amount of seats, um, but, but the whole idea is to ensure that you come back and you, you know, you yeah, keep you on keep rotating. Um, because again, and this is again a situation of the relationship you have with your... With your personal shopper, so let's yeah. let's let's on, end on. How would we like what what is what is success for you? When do you think you'll be able to sit back and look at the floor and think? 
I can be very philosophical about success or, you know, whatever you feel. Like, to me, look, my days don't really feel about success right now because it's really, startup life is tough. Yes, very. And, uh, but the reality is that um, when you stop and think about it, I started my business plan on Keynote on my phone on the mm. way to work on the central line in London. Yeah. Love and that. to to see, you know, now our app is launching in the next few weeks. Amazing. To see the product and the people who are building it, the team, it's that for me is an amazing success. Then success will be to see users thriving. They get in consumer having the most incredible experience, yeah, and you know, and and just growing our community. Um, so that's you know, it, I'm really excited to see that. That for me yes. is it. It's seeing it's seeing your face. It's yeah, excitement because you can tell that you moved on when you when you were ready for the next challenge. So you're obviously yeah. ready and for you're this. learning, yes, and learning, and adapting, and yes. changing. And in any way we can help. Yes, we are Please. there. We are always here. We're we are there you. for you. We're there for you. Honestly, we thank want to thank, so thank you so much for being with and us. Congratulations and congratulations on the floor. If you want off camera, we'll tell you all later who was the <laughs> who pop, was star. That pop star. But anyway, after that, thank you so much for being <laughs> thank with us. So we've much. had a great time. Yeah, we did. And uh, we'll hope to see you all guys soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.